um, probably need to spend a few moments redefining what the kingdom of God coming in our lives will look like. In the parable of the sower, the seed broadcast was good, but it got snatched away until the returns were 30, 60, and sometimes, quite rarely, a hundredfold. You know the old saying, four seeds in the old, one for rook, one for crow, one to rot and one to grow. It seems to imply that we will need to hear this sort of teaching at least four times before it takes root because it can get snatched away. We do need to see what we're getting ourselves into because the way will not get broader but narrower. We'll get squeezed through some tight places as Jesus explains what he wants from us and then makes it real in our experience as we walk in the new nature he has imputed to us. And one of those little words we constantly see Jesus used was if. If, perhaps you will, perhaps you will not. Either way, he won't love you any the less. So we see in Matthew sixteen twenty four, take up your cross and follow him. Then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. And in the message, it comes out like this. Then Jesus went to work on his disciples. Anyone who intends to come with me has to let me lead. You're not in the driver's seat. I am. Don't run from suffering. Embrace it. Follow me and I'll show you how. Self-help is no help at all. Self-sacrifice is the way, my way, to finding yourself, your true self. What kind of deal is it to get everything you want but lose yourself? What could you ever trade your soul for? The kingdom is upside down. We die to live, give to receive and lose to gain. It does not compute with the natural man. The Sermon on the Mount talks of life lived by the Spirit of God, not the natural life lived by the unregenerate nature. So the only way we can do this thing is by allowing the Spirit to have sway, letting him take over more and more of our lives until he has complete control. This is why many commentators have said that the Sermon on the Mount is for the heavenly kingdom and not for now. What they've missed is that you won't have any opportunities to turn the other cheek, go the extra mile or bless those who curse you when you get there. All will be bliss. Nah, this is for the here and now and for the whosoever will, provided they are filled with the Spirit. Which brings us nicely to the next issue we haven't addressed, baptism in the Holy Ghost. Being baptised in the Holy Spirit is just the same as water baptism. You're plunged into him and he comes in his fullness into you. The water is in the bottle and the bottle is in the water. When he comes, his intention is to take over. He has you, you do not have him. He is gentle, he will never push, coerce or pressure you to do anything. This same spirit gave you free will and as we have seen, it's really only free to step away from God to rebel when, that really, when what it really needs is to learn to lean into God and yield to him. Therein lies the whole of our journey really, learning to lean. The Song of Songs 8.5 tells us this, Who is this coming up from the wilderness, leaning on her beloved? Leaning. That is the whole of our journey encapsulated right there, from being self-sufficient and independent to leaning upon the beloved. The hardest thing in the world, letting go, 
yielding. How's it working out for you?